few words for you this morning. Let's pray before we begin. Father, we're so grateful again to have this time together, gathering as a spiritual family, rejoicing in all that you've done. We thank you for Christmas. We love you, Lord. And I pray that that message of Christmas would come through to every heart here. In Jesus' name, amen. I heard about four big, tough guys who loved barbecue ribs. I mean, they loved barbecue. And there was this famous barbecue pit located about an hour outside of town that had an all-you-can-eat rib night. So these guys got in their car, and they went, and they took down some ribs. They feasted. After dinner, they walked out to the parking lot, but the driver got a terrible look on his face. He had reached into his pockets and couldn't find his keys. They looked inside the car. Keys were not in the ignition. They retraced their steps into the restaurant. No keys. They searched under the table, in the restroom. No keys. Then it occurred to them he had left the keys on the table, and they were accidentally picked up with all of the trash thrown into the garbage can that had just been emptied into the dumpster out back. The keys were somewhere in that dumpster. What could they do? The only thing they could do, they dove in. They began searching among the trash. They searched through old rib bones lathered in sauce and spit. Old coleslaw, messy napkins, barbecue beans, and other assorted items you might find in a dumpster. At last... One of them found the keys, and they rejoiced, and then they all went home and took showers, I'm sure. (laughs) That story illustrates the message of Christmas. The world is a very messy place. Now, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of beautiful things in this world. There's a lot of beautiful things to do and visit and our friendships and family and all of that. But it's also very messy. There's a lot of hurt and pain, broken friendships, broken hearts, broken families, war, crime, abuse, sickness, accidents, pandemics, and death. How did this world get so messy? Well, the Bible tells us that it's all because of something called sin. You know, when God created this world, he created it much different than we now experience it. When he created us, He put us in a garden, a beautiful paradise, Adam and Eve, perfect garden bliss. But God created us in his image. 
which means we are created with free will. Now, why would God create us with free will? Because you can't have true love without free will. Real love is a choice. And God gave us a choice in the garden. Obey me, love me. And you know the story, Adam and Eve chose to rebel. They sinned. And sin came into the human experience. And oh, what a mess. It's because of sin that there's death and sickness and all the horrific things that we see. But the worst part about sin is that it separates us from the God who made us and loves us. The Bible says God is perfectly holy without sin. Sinners offend a holy God. Our sin separates us from God. We are in a mess. We can't save ourselves. We're in the dumpsters, so to speak. But the wonderful message of Christmas is that we have a Savior who dived into the mess to find us and to save us. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. On Christmas Day, we celebrate and remember the entrance of Jesus into this world. And you know, his entrance was a messy business. Stand back and think about what Jesus did. He left heaven to come here. You know, this time of year we sing that song, I'll be home for Christmas, right? Jesus never sang that song. Jesus left home for Christmas. And think of that step down. From the glories of heaven to this earth. In heaven he enjoyed fellowship with the Father and the Spirit. He received the adoration of all the angels. He existed in the unspeakable glory of God. He left all that and came here. And you consider the circumstances of his birth. Talk about a messy thing. Born in a stable, wrapped in swaddling clothes, and lied in a feeding trough for animals. He dove into the mess. In fact, I've always loved how one person put it. It's as if the Son of God rose from his splendor, stood poised at the rim of the universe, irradiating light. And he dove headlong, speeding through the stars over the Milky Way to Earth's galaxy, finally plunging into a huddle of animals. Nothing could be lower. Nothing could be messier. Paul puts it this way in Philippians chapter 2. He says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, 
who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of man. He understands the mess. He dove into it. He understands the mess that you might be experiencing right now. Philippians chapter 2 goes on to say, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. So we remember on Christmas that Jesus, yes, he was born and he was that cute little baby on Christmas Eve. But Jesus did grow up, you know that, right? To fulfill the purpose for which he came. To offer his life for the sins of the world so that we could be forgiven. See, this is very important to understand. All sinners must be punished. God is holy and just. No sin can be tolerated. You sin... You die. But God in his grace and love determined that if a perfect, sinless, innocent one was willing to offer his life for the sinners, then the sinners could be forgiven, saved, All their sins washed away. And my brothers and sisters, that is what Jesus did at the cross. He's the perfect, spotless, holy one. He came, he went up into that cross. And the scripture says that all of our sins were transferred to him. Talk about diving into a mess. Jesus, the perfect lamb of God, plunged into the cesspool of human depravity. Every evil thought, evil deed, evil action. He took all that upon himself. He dove in. And the scripture says that he died on that cross. Jesus actually Died, And his body was taken down from the cross, wrapped in grave clothes, and placed in a tomb, diving into the mess of death. Experiencing all of that. Why did he do that? Because he loves you. And he wanted to save you. And there's only one way that a person can be saved. And that's through what Christ did. The Bible says that he who knew no sin became sin for you. That you might become the righteousness of God. Think of that. Stand back, 
Look at that on Christmas Day and think of that, what he did for you. The glorious gospel message goes on to state, though, that Jesus didn't stay in that grave. Amen? On the third day, Jesus rose from the mess. He'd left heaven. He came into our world. He entered our mess. He entered into our sin. He entered into death. But on the third day, he arose gloriously. That's why Paul says in Philippians 2, Therefore God also has exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father, Jesus who went the lowest, now occupies the highest. He's exalted. And one day every tongue will confess. I ask you, does your tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord? Have you received that free gift of salvation. All that he did for you. Christmas means that he descended that we might ascend. He became poor that we might become rich. He was born that we might be born again. He became a servant that we might become sons. He had no home that we might have a home in heaven. He was hungry that we might be fed. He was thirsty that we might be satisfied. He was stripped that we might be clothed. He was forsaken that we might not be forsaken. He was sad that we might be glad. He was bound that we might go free. He was made sin that we might be made righteous. He died that we might live. He came down that we might be caught up. That's what Christ has for you. And think of the cost. Think of what he did so that you could be forgiven. Have you received Christ as your Lord and Savior? I want you to have an opportunity to do that in just a moment. My brother and sister in Christ, are you diving in to all that Jesus has for you? Are you seeking him? Are you serving him? Are you pleasing him? Are you telling others about him? Are you studying his word that you might know how to live and follow him? Are you shining for him? Do people in your life know that you love him and know him? Jesus went all in for you. Why not go all in for him with the rest of your life? On this Christmas day, I'd like to ask us all as his people to rededicate, to recommit our lives to him. Would you bow your heads with me just a few quiet moments?
perhaps some of the most crucial moments in people's lives right now. You know, as I said last night, the Christmas story, it's, it's so beautiful and it's so powerful. But has it intersected with your life? Have you received Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you opened your heart? Have your sins been forgiven? Jesus is alive and he can save you right now. And all you need to do is ask him to. Place your faith and trust in him. If that's you, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for coming here. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I invite you to be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you and live for you. And then in these quiet moments, with your head bowed, your eyes closed, my brother, my sister in Christ, would you recommit your life to Jesus right now? Dive in. Considering everything that he's done for you, give your life back to him. Lord, thank you. We love you and we praise you. Stand with me. I would love to invite you, if you prayed to receive Christ, to come forward and share that with one of us. I pray God's richest blessings upon your families. I pray that the Lord would bless you abundantly today and every day. Would you sing this with me? Help me.